it's time to meet up and catch up at the Weekend Water Cooler. Now, here's your host, Gene Bolduck. Okay, welcome, welcome to the Weekend Water Cooler. I am Gene Bolduck, your host, and I am joined today by my ACC correspondent, Penny Rich, coming to us, I'm sure, from Australia by now, right? Oh, yeah. Isn't everybody in the ACC now, isn't it, isn't it the Australia Coast Conference by now? Hey, the larger, the better, right? More aren't, money for Aren't we ESPN. global? Oh, yeah. Don't we have a, a team from every continent? Well, we, we won't know right? what, yeah, we won't know what time to turn the chat, the TV on. We're, we're the ACC. We should have, it should be the ubiquitous Coast Conference. <laughs> um, so the ACC expanded uh, yeah. against Carolina's wishes. Um <clears throat> And Florida State. So Carolina and Florida State actually voted. Carolina and Florida it. State. Um, I think uh North Carolina State was was inclined to vote against this, but flipped and voted for it. So if you didn't already hate NC State, you can just go ahead and fill in the blank there. Um <laughs> I, I will tell you this. I don't get it. I, I know it's money, 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 money. It's but now that. we're gonna have if it couldn't get more ridiculous than having Notre Dame in the ACC, now we're going to have Stanford. So right. now you and I are going to be in a world where we're watching next year, thankfully not this year. We not can enjoy this, this year as the, the end of the, uh, the sweet little ACC. Um, now we're going to have time zones to consider all the way to California. Absolutely. I can't believe yeah. they didn't find a team in Hawaii to love just to right. make it more difficult. Canada. Is there, is there no <laughs> team in Alaska or something? There must yeah. be a way to make Vancouver it more difficult. or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's going to be a challenge. I know now me and my sisters of the West coast just here visiting and uh, it, you know, they have to sometimes rush home at six o'clock to start the football game. Right. And right. we're watching it at night. Um, and then for us, sometimes we don't get to, I don't get to watch, um, you know, the Warriors because their game's not starting until like a 10 o'clock. Who can stay up that late, Gene? I asked Yeah, right. You. Exactly. Who can do exactly. that? <laughs> so, yeah, this is going to be a challenge. I know it's for money. I know it's to get more teams in and, uh, you know, get more time, screen time. But boy, I don't know. Feel, it doesn't feel like the ACC anymore. Let's put well, it Well, you know, um, my column that's going to run this week on Chapelboro, not at the risk of plugging my column, which I sure, like to do every week, sure. um, at, at, the, at that very uh, de uh, destructive uh, risk of mine, um, I, will, I, I went down memory lane a little bit, remembering that the first dozen years that I was in North Carolina, there were eight teams in the ACC. Mm-hmm which mm -hmm. uh, that, that period ended in 1990. Yeah. And I remember watching, first of all, I remember that the ACC tournament, we were all in the grip of the ACC basketball tournament that toward the end of March, the end of, uh, you know, well, I, I have to correct that. It was at the beginning of March. Beginning of, of March, yeah. Um, I, I'm going to have to correct that. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, that that if during this time on the first day was a Friday, the whole conference, all eight teams uh, played in the tournament. There was a game at noon, a game at two, a game at seven and a game at nine. Once in a while, one would bleed into the into the next time frame. But sure, the whole conference sure. played on the first day. And I watched this press conference with Mike Krzyzewski and he said, 
that he was a little bit sad that the conference would be expanding, that the next year, the following year, Florida State was going to come into the conference. And he said, you know, it does make me a little bit sad because we're going to look back on these years and we're going to realize this is the glory. These are the glory years. He said the first day of this tournament is a bloodbath. And it's it's a great, great thing. And then, of course, we play on Saturday and then we have the championship on Sunday. And he said, there's nothing like it. And I'm really going to miss it. It's not yeah. going to be the same. It's never going to be the same. And so, as I said in my column, I can't believe I'm saying it, but I agree with Coach K. <laughs> you know, I agreed with the Board of Governors when they said, no, we don't want to expand. Right. And right. I'm saying in the same week and kind of on the same topic, I agree with Coach K. It's never going to be the same. It won't. When, when the ACC expanded to include Miami and Boston College and Notre Dame and whoever else, there could be there could be another team that I'm not even thinking of that's in the ACC. And of course, we lost Maryland because they, I guess they got a better offer. Yeah. Um, it it does make me sad. There was a there was a real sense of of down home uh, in the ACC in those years when and and it comes right to this question that you bring up it's ESPN and more games and more money More games. Yeah. None of the games that I remember the most watching uh, the ACC and, and I'm talking really in January and February when the, when the days are short, when it's dark at five o'clock and there ain't nothing to do. Um, like on Tuesday and Thursday nights, we'd be watching the ACC rivalry games on right. Raycom sports yeah. Uh, through local television affiliates and kids, if you don't know what those are, you can look them up. It's probably in the Google <laughs> machine with, with local ads from Food Lion oh, yeah. and yeah. NCNB when, when that was a local bank. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. That was a little down-home bank Down home banks, um, yeah. with a yeah. little song about we want to be the best bank in the neighborhood. And, and I mean, it, it was like watching public access television compared to what it is now. So what now yeah. So let me ask you though, can it still be called the ACC? I mean, it's. Why, why in the world are conference. they going to call it that? Surely they're going to rename it. It, it. Right. It has to become like, you know, like the big 12, the big 10. I mean, it's got to become something big. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I mean, it has I'm, to have I'm the word big in it. Big. Um, I'm just searching like you, cause it, it's not the Atlantic coast. But that's the thing. You lose the identity of a conference. What is the totally. point? Yeah. You know, there's totally. a reason in baseball, why you have teams that are New York, Boston, Baltimore. They're, they're, they're proximate. They're that, proximate they're, to each other. Right. They're regional. Why don't you have regional conferences? It, it makes all the sense in the world for facilitating their uh, competition within the conference. And oh, then of yeah. course they have away games with other, other conferences, but you're, you're going to kill the rivalries that exist you, in exactly. these conferences. Exactly. The excitement of a rival. There's nothing like an excitement of a rivalry. We all know that. I mean, it's great. We, I mean, especially living here in Chapel Hill, you know, Carborough when Duke comes or we go to Duke, it's crazy here. Right. The town right. is crazy for a 
week. It's not just that one day. I mean, I would. And by the way, if you want to talk about stuff that's great for your local economy. Oh, yeah. You can't list all the things that are great uh, for Chapel Hill when there's when there are local rivals that are going back and forth. I I was just saying to you before we started, holy mackerel, did you see that Duke game? Duke absolutely pounding Clemson on Monday night in Durham. And listen, I was excited to see. I'm all, I'm excited to see anybody beat the crap out of Clemson. Okay, Me too. on a yeah. football field. Yeah, I was excited to see Duke doing that well, and right. I and I noticed two things. One thing was, I heard them. I heard the play-by-play mention a couple of times this kid who's transferred to Duke from Harvard. And I think that they're going to mention that a lot. lot. I I think that (laughs) I think that Duke is going to take that kid and put him on the front page of the Chronicle every week (laughs) because they're so proud of having a kid say, oh, Harvard's a good enough school, but I'm going to Duke Duke. (laughs) Uh, so I can play football, I guess. But I mean, you know, Harvard has a football team. I'm sure they're very sweet. Um, (laughs) But I was excited to see them play precisely because I think that the rivalry between Duke and Carolina on the football field is a great one and mm-hmm. can, and can only be greater. Right. You know, the battle right. for the bell. The, the bell. Exactly. So I was going to say they pass the bell back and forth. The it, kids get fantastic. into it. The adults get into it. The alumni get into it. You, I mean, I, you talk, you hit a little bit, you know, briefly about um, what a moneymaker this is for the, for, for both Durham and Chapel Hill. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, you know, the visitors borough it's a dream come true. I mean, yeah. they prepare for this like years in advance. They know, right. of course, the hotels are all sold out. Restaurants get sold out. The bars are insane. Local um, governments are very involved to keep very involved, safe yeah. in the after game excitement. And right. they're very, very skilled and experienced at it. And they work with the local cops to make sure that they give everybody the space they need to yep. express themselves. This has gone a little bit off the rails a couple of times yeah. that I remember, but, <laughs> it has, but broadly but speaking, yeah. it's, it's very not, well managed. It is. I mean, We're that, famous of course, for this. yeah, maintain safety. That's the number one goal, right? Is to maintain safety. Right. Well, beating I mean, Duke is the number one goal. Number, well, that's no. true. But then maintain safety. Number two. Okay. We'll make that number, number two. two goal. We're number two. <laughs> Well, we, we try yeah. to we try to keep, stay on schedule here at WCHL. So, oh, so what I'm going to say is we're going to come back. We're going to talk some more about various things of this nature, I'm sure. And so much more with Penny Rich. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to 97.9 The Hill. Okay, I'm back with Penny Rich. And, and we're just, just to wrap up about the ACC. Um. <clears throat> I'm not going to name any names, but I was in a doctor's office a couple of weeks ago with an orthopedist who had just come from campus because he's working with the football team. And he Mm. told me that he's very optimistic. And after watching two games, I am too. Um, And so tell me, you tell me if I'm, uh, and maybe I'm out of line, even pointing this out. It looks to me like Mac Brown has lost some weight. He looks like he's in better shape, which is good because I mean he's yes. not, he's getting up there in age, so good for him. Yeah, um, I, I'm a little. I thought he looked great. He looked. He looks good running up and down the sidelines because he's going to need to be to keep up well, with his guys. I, I I'm a little concerned about the defense still. I I think that they were it, at times they looked a little sloppy. Um, I mean, 
people it's overall early. happy with the game, right? It's yeah. early. It's early. It's early. Um, but yeah, they're, they let a couple of things, you know, a couple of plays go by that should not have gone. But yeah, like I sure. said. I, yeah. Well, I mean, look, you know, they're not, you know, they got room for improvement. Always. That's always, always good. And yeah, um, yeah I, I, I thought that uh, I thought that they, uh, you know, they came out guns blazing. Yeah. Um, in the in the second half against the <laughs> the University of South South Carolina, who many of us call fake Carolina, <laughs> which is only Real. fair. You know, right. it's like us and you know, not really Carolina. Yeah. So, what do you think is going to happen with the App State game this weekend? Because we'll air on the weekend, so we'll we'll. You well, know. you know, how good is App State? I don't know. They're not ranked. Yeah, I, know. I hope they nobody sits come, back and always, says, well, they're not ranked. We're not going to worry about it. No, they're, I they always, always worry about App State. Oh, I know. That I is know. always a crazy exciting game, isn't it? Yeah. Do you remember last year? It was like 65 to 72 or something. It was like a basketball score. I do. I remember that you were I remember that you were pulling out a spreadsheet so you could keep track of the numbers because they were getting too big. It was too big. It was like, what, what are you doing? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No it was defense, an amazing game. Yeah. So. Yeah. So good luck, Carolina, on on this this coming weekend. I you know I hope I don't miss the show on account of this. I hope I don't miss the excuse me the game on account of this. On Saturday, I'm going. I'm so excited. I'm going to the monster truck show. Oh my! In God. Raleigh with the grandkids. Oh, you're hysterical. Um, if you if you can't find joy at a monster truck show with a five and three year old little boys <laughs> then uh you know you need to check yourself in for the full workup wow so you're gonna miss the unc game and tennis for monster trucks oh no i no i can't miss tennis what am i saying the i think the monster truck show is at one o'clock and the women's final is at four. Ooh, you better get okay it's, well it's gonna need, be close you need to plan your day yeah we'll be recording it so nobody okay. call me Okay. nobody call me <laughs> i won't put don't don't go on social I, media yeah, the other thing on. i mentioned in my in my column is the the duke carolina rivalry i do love these rivalries um i remember uh many years ago that somebody called me had, i had been recommended by a good friend of rick's for a job that was grant funded and this guy was writing the grant called me and wanted me to sign on to agree to accept the position of being like a production manager for these materials. I don't remember what it was about. It was a really good job. The pay was going to be great. They ended up, by the way, not getting the grant. So it, it mm. just ended up being a rather academic discussion. But um, the guy called me about five minutes after the tip off of the Duke Carolina game. And I, I'm on the phone with him going, uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I'll do that. Mm -hmm, sure. Yeah. Right. I can do that. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe a person who lived in this area was calling me at do that, that time. The nerve. And, so, and so I said, I said in my column, so, you know, when the Duke Carolina game comes on November 11th, by the way, everybody mark your calendar for the football game between Duke and Carolina. If you need to call me, you know, leave a message. Yeah, don't don't do that. Yeah, because I'm not going to answer the phone. <laughs> and not, don't go on the computer, so you don't have to watch the social media. None of that. You just have to. Stay yeah, really. I, I'm going to have to unplug everything if we if we were to. Yeah. End up uh, trickling in during the women's final because 
my husband is a uh, larger than average fan of the women's tennis game. You know, I'll say to him, I'll tell him that some player who I never heard of, whose name I can't pronounce, is now playing um, and that, you know, she does this funny thing in her backhand or whatever. And he'll, he'll, he'll say immediately. He'll say who it is immediately. He knows He knows her, he knows her mother's name, he knows her coach's name. I I just, you know, (laughs) what is he doing with this time? I don't know. Um, But anyway, yeah, so, uh, so App State, man, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. It'll be exciting. Yeah, my son went to App, so there's a little bit of App State or is it in Chapel Hill? No, it's in Chapel Hill. Oh, it's in Chapel Hill. Oh, great. So there'll be traffic considerations as well. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Bring the traffic. (laughs) bring the, the northern part of the county all the traffic all the traffic means all these people have to get stop and get something to eat eat uh-huh and drink yeah enjoy themselves maybe yeah. stay overnight and enjoy yeah. our little village of 120,000 or whatever it is now oh it's a little bit more than um, that, our, huh? our our little village that's you know is every year people come back and say they've ruined the place it's it's so interesting penny uh it's probably a larger more existential conversation for us to have sometime this growth in the in the acc and the growth issues that are going to be very much on the agenda in the upcoming municipal elections um of town council you know of schools but you know schools are having to deal with growth as well and yeah, yeah. Uh, you know not it's as, not as much so in, you know when you when you think about it and before we're going off on a, a different uh, uh this is a much greater conversation um with the kind of growth that's happening in chapel hill right now with with the apartments and and um you know building up they don't really generate a lot of students for the k-12 right. they, so, they are often very cleverly designed that way but they but they do produce tax dollars that go to the right so you know it is there it is there is there are benefits i know that that we're always going to have people that are against growth here that's what you've always had here if you go back and look at you know any kind of newspaper articles for the past 60 years or more um it's always the people that come back and say well i got mine what happened i mean i'm going to move here but i don't want anyone else to move here i mean that's that's not good Right. Um, and well, we can have another conversation. We should actually um, do um, a pod on the municipal elections as we get a little bit closer. Absolutely, because absolutely. Because a, these, yeah, these are these are tricky. These are tricky issues. It and is tricky. A lot of areas in uh, in Chapel Hill along Rosemary Street. You know, some of yeah. these proposed um, uh, development plans. You know, they're they're going they're going vertical. There's nowhere else to go. There is nowhere else to go. But so there has to be go room out to or are you going to con- go up? Right. There has to be room to have the conversation for both, right? So we we should explore both sides. Um, we can't have have a one-sided conversation when we do this. But however, um, we know what we know what we can build here and we know what we can't. There's no more land left in, in Chapel Hill. Right. Pretty much the same, unless you start expanding out to the county into the rural buffer. Um, which is a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we could get a couple of more, more people on and have a really good um, convo about that. That might be fun, Gene, down the road. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, again, room for everybody to talk about it uh, without having arguments is the best way to move forward. You know, that you can't I, just- you No, know, I've heard that. 
Yeah, have you. that that you. that actually engaging with each other is a little bit more productive than at each other. Oh, wow. I've heard that before. Yeah, um, yeah. somebody should write that down. I, I'll tell you what. Let's take a break, and when we come back. Penny will have written that down so that everybody will know that maybe screaming at each other is not the best, is not the, is not the straight line between two disparate points of view. Uh, yeah. You know, she's writing, you can't see this folks, but she's actually writing it down. With not at. I and, like it. and might take the cap off of her pen before doing it. <laughs> at least the cap is off of my, you know, I have a clicker pen. Okay. <laughs> i'm an old-fashioned girl i like my fountain yeah pens. she yeah. she is she's an old-fashioned girl I, i'll just <laughs> leave that right there um okay barbie we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna uh come right back and discuss some other topics some of them are arguably important you're listening to the weekend water cooler on 97.9 the hill okay we're back with penny rich oh my gosh um well, where to begin about this? Uh, we haven't spoken since the uh, shooting on campus. And yeah. I did want to uh, make a mention here. Uh, I mentioned at the introduction of my show last week that I I really felt like uh, a lot of the, I mean, I, I'm very appreciative of when I saw all of the law enforcement response just swarming into the area. Um, I, I'm just very grateful uh, in seeing that. And it, it felt like it in real time, it felt like it took forever, but I, I think that they uh, located this individual very quickly mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. uh, got him in custody peacefully without incident. I'll feel even a little better when they finally find the weapon that was used in the shooting. Right. But of course, in the aftermath of uh, an event like this there, you know, there's always, things that come out that uh, people bring up, I hate to say complain about, because that feels like the wrong word, but uh, weaknesses that that are discovered. And, and here's one that I observed. Uh, of course, I think we all saw that on local television, there was an individual who was detained who met the description of the suspect. Uh, this person was detained and then released but that didn't stop the local television station, WRAL, from mm. uh, putting on their Chiron on, on, on air that the suspect was in custody, which was yeah, not the case. It was not true. Yeah. Um, and I think that you pointed out to me during the break that they knew who the suspect was immediately that the suspect was they identified did. in the 911 call. Mm -hmm. Now, there's, I think it's probably there's probably an argument to be made for do you or do you not? There's probably more than one thing to consider in whether or not you make that public right away uh, when it's known on the 911 call. Right. But so I, I mean, I can't debate that because I just don't have the expertise to sort that out. But I did see uh, a couple of students interviewed in real time by Channel 5. They had a lot of, they had a lot of people on scene. Good for them. Mm -hmm. And um, and if, and needless to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Chapelboro and WCHL did a 
uh, you amazing job. job. Amazing job. Yeah. As did, oh my goodness, line up the awards for the Daily Daily Tar Heel. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Yeah. You know, when the president of the United States tweets out a picture of his smartphone holding the front, a picture of the front page of of your college newspaper, you know, you're doing a good job. That's right. So so, um, I, I, I'm very appreciative of all of these things. I saw these students interviewed in real time that afternoon. So this I'm going to say is around three 30, four o'clock. What they do in these situations, of course, is they, they send out um, a tweet um, and a tech in, in a text messaging system. That's kind of a, kind of a closed system that you subscribe to right. get the alert that says mm-hmm. there's an active uh, shooter on campus or, or whatever assailant. Um, on campus um, and shelter in place. So everybody stay, everybody stay where you are. So they do that and then they go through and they clear building by building. They know where the incident has occurred or is said to have occurred. And they start there and they, they work a perimeter that goes out from there, right? Like, like a target and a on a target. So, so they do this and in doing this, they clear this building and that building and so forth. But according to these students, a couple of them, and I, I really felt for them because as we had just been talking about the week before, they just got here. These students, they just you know, they've been here, here for five minutes and mm-hmm. they were interviewing these students. Um, I would, uh, my, my, assessment is by the background of where they were talking to them right in front of the ROTC building, which mm-hmm. is, you know, with that, with the lab close to where the lab is. Was, is right behind yeah. that. All right? right. So they've been cleared to come out of the buildings where they were, like they might've been in Wilson library or die hall. These buildings are right around where that lab is. They're cleared to come out. We saw lines of them coming out across the street guided by law enforcement and then they come over and basically they're being driven to walk toward the Carolina Inn all right so for everybody who's local which is of course 99 percent of our listeners <laughs> everybody knows where that is right and I'm I'm watching this student and she's talking to this reporter and she's she says she's looking around and she's saying you know I'm not sure I know where to go because my dormitory is that way is right. She'd have to walk right past mm-hmm. uh, the bell tower and, and, you know, past her, uh, the area where she was just cleared out of and sent in this direction and her dormitories in the other direction. And as to what's in the rest of Chapel Hill, she didn't really know. No. Um, and they didn't really have anyone designated either in law enforcement or university staff or of course what i would prefer is in their wonderful text messaging system to say to students go to any of these locations and have five locations scattered around campus right could they have gone to the smith center i don't know could they have gone to keenan stadium just to gather there to be in one place where they'd be secure um and and be able to wait there for further direction. I, I don't know. I don't know yes. if they could have gotten yes. in there um, or where they could have gone. But seeing a young person, 18, 19 years old with her backpack and imagining, because I know the campus fairly well, 
imagining walking out by the ROTC building, maybe being told to go north on uh, Airport Road, which, by the way, it turns out would have sent you exactly in the path of the suspect. Right. <laughs> by the way, it turns out um, with no gathering place, but then you've got all the buses are stopped. Everything. Yeah. And you, so how are you going to get back to your dormitory that is probably more than a mile away at that point um, when you don't have transportation because the buses are stopped. Buses are stopped. Yeah. So, so these are, these are things that I'm not saying that the students are babies and that somebody's going to take them by the hand and bring them home. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is in with the lack of a system, especially of emergency information flowing from a single official source with updates like every 15 minutes, whether you have information or not, by the way, you can do updates. I used to teach crisis communications. You should do updates, even if you don't have an update so that people will continue following you. you. Right. That's right. Of good information to say, you know, I mean, basically what they wanted everybody to know is we don't have them yet. We want you to stay where you are. Right. But as they're clearing buildings, you can't stay where you are. So that's, that's one thing is they needed a much better flow of much more specific information with suggestions about where students specifically could go to where they would continue to be safe and receive more information. And if they needed food, if they needed support, that they would have it. That That's one thing. And, and the second thing is, there have been many complaints that the alert went out and many professors kind of looked at their smartphones, put them down and then said, and then, yeah. and then in 1861 and just went right. right back to their lesson plans and folks be a human being. That's not the right thing to do. No, um, there was one of the alerts said um, after, after they called the all clear that normal activities could resume, nothing, no. could, nothing normal could resume the rest no. of the day. And they right. know it. They right. know it. Right. That was just a bad choice of words. So right. they 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 can work on that. These are things you can train past. Yeah, and there's more to, exactly. There's more to be done. They can improve lessons learned. Right. Um, you know, you don't you don't want to be the university. The next university has to go through this. Um, but you have to you have to right. always you always have to do. Um, you, you know, you get in the room and you talk about it afterwards and figure out, okay, what do we do right? What would we do wrong? What can we do better next time? Right. You know, luckily this was not someone that was coming to shoot the campus up, right? Because right. that would have been, we would have been in one, in one of those horrible, horrible situations, right? This was like Virginia very, Tech. Like right. Virginia Tech. This was a very specific, um, uh, you know, one person going after another person. And that's how the 911 call came in too. That's why they knew who it was. So the very, right. they were, the people in that department were very familiar right. with um, right. the trouble that this young man was having, um, that he needed some, some help, um, that there's always um, 
concern about mental um, stability. And, um, you know, unfortunately in America, you can get your hands on a gun. Uh, This, this man did not have uh, clear, um, uh, he he didn't get, he didn't have the American, the English language wasn't his first language. So it was very difficult for him to understand. I got to tell you, Penny, I I really, I really don't understand. It is way beyond my comprehension how people can come to the United States and achieve what they do with, with very little understanding little, of I know, the I language know. and the culture even well, you need um, a support what system, they achieve though. is astonishing to me yeah you need a support system though i mean the the, the, right. the person that was his advisor had also come from china see that, that people right. didn't realize that right away that these were these were two chinese people um right. and so so the advisor who could have been part of a support system kind of recognize that he needed help right away. And right. that's, that's in there lies the issue. But yeah. my point is someone that doesn't have a command of the English language has only been here a year, has not gone back to China to see anyone, even though he marked down that he doesn't have. Family. I can't imagine. How does he get a gun? How does he go out in Chapel That's a Hill? good question. How does this person who has no command? Well, of the you English know, language maybe he walks into Walmart. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea what the law is in North Carolina right now, but I know that every time I bring my grandchildren home, I have to drive by this this gun store on 85. That's like, come on in, you know. Yeah, it's so available. It's ubiquitous. And I I hate that. Um, But but there's 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 a lot we can do. The most important thing I think that we can all do in our community is keep our ears open and listen to these students with as they talk about this experience and and how it was for them and and what they what they they're very specific in what they need to be done better right Um, and they're in their right to demand it and and it's interesting there and i'm not saying this to pat myself on the back they're their actions and their requests and demands for what do we do next was very similar to what I wrote in my column two weeks ago, which was, okay, this terrible thing happens. What are we going to do next? Right. Let's, let's not just put flowers by a tree and, you know, near, near that lab and then say, okay, we took care of it and thoughts and prayers and that nonsense. Right. Let's let's figure out how we can mobilize Get people, get people registered to vote, get people yeah. involved and, yeah. and really, um, really getting this system of how we manage guns and mental yes. health. Well, that's true. Um, oh, but I, I think responsive. I just, just want to say, I think that you're right, Jean. We, we have to learn from the people that were involved in this horrible situation. And that's, that's the students. Yes. We can't just get a bunch right. of police officers in a room uh, to start talking about it. We've got to have the, the people that were under the desks, the people that were scared for their lives, yes. the people that are uh, that understand that they want, to, they want a university and feel safe at the university. That's right. Um, so when the yeah. university does what I'm sure they're going to do, I, I feel very sure there's going to be a task force. There should be. It should be um, you know, across various platforms. And if there aren't a lot of students on there, it's then they're not going to get anything good from it. They're not going right. to get good solutions that are right. going to have a lot of buy-in, but they're smart. They'll figure this out. Um, I, I thought that um, from what I saw, um, I, I think that 
I, I think there's a good possibility that something good will come from it. I, I really yeah. hope so. I, 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 um, I have great compassion for the students. I think that their, res their response was a response of activism and demonstration. Right. And I love that. And I fully support that. And if any of them listen to the weekend water cooler and want to come on here and talk about <laughs> it for an hour or five hours, I'm go. here. I'm here. All so right. um, we're going to take our last break and come right back. Talking to Penny Rich on the weekend water cooler on 97.9 The Hill. Okay, we're back with Penny Rich for just a couple more minutes. And I, I just wanted to mention, we have gotten all the way through the show and not mentioned he who shall not be named. Mm -hmm. um, and I just want to mention about the mugshot. The mugshot, <laughs> which, which very predictably has been taken by the Trump campaign and turned into um, a money-making image that they are selling t-shirts. You know, the mugshot that was taken from when he surrendered for the fourth time to be right. arrested and charged and made t-shirts that said never surrender from when he surrendered. Right. Okay. So what I love about the mugshot is that the mugshot is owned, if you will, owned is a loose term, but it's owned by the taxpayers because it's the Fulton County Sheriff's mugshot. Fulton County, right. Of, of Donald Trump. But even, even Fulton County, it's in the public domain is my point. So can they take it and do things with it and, and try to make money from it? Sure. But so can Penny Rich. So can mm -hmm. Gene Bolduc. So can anyone. We can take that image and manipulate it any way we like and turn it into a guy who maybe really is six foot three and 215 pounds, oh. which is one of the funniest dumb details. Of so funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I think I tweeted out that now that I know that all you have to do is self-report this sort of thing. I wanted to tell everybody that in fact, I'm five foot 10 and weigh 125 pounds. Ooh. Uh, so, you know, Hey, good for me. Right. Barbie. So, so, um, Hey, you know, everybody, and if you, if you have an urge to um, feel upset about Donald Trump lying about his weight and his height, what a, what a pathetic thing to lie about, Penny. Oh, yeah. No, you that's know? ridiculous. So, but he's been lying about that for a very long time. I mean, right? you know, do you not look at your son who is six foot seven and realize that you're, mm. you know, you're not mm. very close to that? No. Uh, I, I have a, a listen. I know something about this. I have a kid brother who is six, five and a half. Wow. Um, wow. As, as my grandson would say, he's a big boy. He's a big boy. <laughs> my mother cool. used to call him a tall drink of water. Right. <laughs> um, uh, my mother could call him whatever she wanted. You know why? That boy was 24 inches long. Mother's out there. You know what that means. Yeah. He was 24 <laughs> inches long when he was born and he broke a couple of her ribs oh, the goodness. way out. Yeah. <laughs> he was making a show, making an appearance. Yeah. Um, but, my mother yeah. was six feet tall. She was not, you know, she was no shrinking violet herself. Right. Uh, but yeah, six, six foot five and a half. Now, many years ago, he was visiting North Carolina and we were going to go to a sporting goods store because James Worthy was signing autographs there. And I said to my brother, you know, James Worthy, he's not much taller than you are. And my brother, who was a huge 
professional basketball fan and uh, saw James Worthy play in person as a pro many times um, and saw Larry Bird play all the time. Um, My brother said to me, mom, mom said, Gene, James Worthy is much taller than much bigger than I am. He may be only a couple of inches taller, but he's a lot bigger. Bigger. Go into yeah. the store, you know, you get a poster and he signs it for you. We stand in line. Now we're standing in line behind 20 or 30 people. And I said, well, look, there he is. He doesn't look that big. So we get up to the front of the line. Now here's James Worthy, who could not be sweeter. Mm. He is a, one of the most gentle and sweet people I think I've ever met. And even if it was only for 10 seconds. Right. <laughs> and so we, we go up, he signs the thing for, for Chris. And I said to him, now, James, um, my brother here is six, five and a half. And I was just telling him that I, I think he's almost as tall as you are. And he said, oh, you think so? I mean, he was very nice about it. And he just stood up and he just towered over both of us and towered over Chris and I, he looked at him, shook his hand and said, I tried to tell her <laughs> because, you know, there's how tall you are. Right. But then, then there's, there's how big you are. Big you are. Right. Well, so that Donald Trump gets both of them wrong. I'm sorry. I said his name. I apologize. Oh, you did. Gets okay. Both wrong. Right. You have I to mean, put a nickel in the swear jar. There's no way. What, what is he saying? Six, one, six, two. There's no way. I mean, you see him standing next to people. He's not well, that tall. There are He's many pictures. I might have sent you one of him standing on inauguration day, standing on the Capitol steps right next to six foot one Barack Obama, who is right. ever so slightly taller than Donald Trump. Right. And yeah. they're both just sort of standing there, um, not slumping, not in any particular you know, position other than just standing up straight. And, yeah. and he is indistinguishably approximately the same height as six, as well-documented six foot one Barack Obama. And so mm-hmm. that's how tall he is. That's just what it is. He maybe, maybe ever Broken. was six foot one or six, one and a half 25 years ago. And right, I was going to know age. very well as you age your, your uh, vertebrae and your spine, they grind down a little bit and you, you lose some height. You, you, uh, you, the, the, um, the discs in your spine compress and they break down, they degenerate. And everyone who is our age or older has degenerative disc disease at some level. And you get a little bit shorter and that's why it's not a big deal. No, your no, feet what, get bigger, but you get shorter. Yeah, why lie about this stuff too? I'm surprised they didn't make him get on a scale. I thought, you know, there was uh, there were all kinds of bets going on the internet. About I was, yeah, I was, so, I was disappointed about it that. They should put him on the scale. Put him on the scale. I mean, come on, let's make the if you're going to sh- make a show out of this whole, do it all. But I, I think that they made the right decision in the end. They, I wanted them to put him on the scale. I don't care about the height because I know how tall he is. He's not six foot three. Right. He's never six foot three a day in his life. Right. Um, I wish that they had put him on the scale because that man does not weigh one ounce under 300 pounds and he knows it. I happen to know what about six foot one and 300 pounds looks like. And it doesn't, it doesn't look very different from Donald Trump at all. Right. Um, So anyway, um, so there he is sad, but true, sad, 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 uh, 
had to lie about the size of the crowd and and demand that his press secretary lie about the size of the crowd on the very first day of his administration. If that didn't tell you everything you need to know about this exact kind of thing, um, then you just weren't paying attention because it was always right there, right in front of you. Um, And and that's, but I'm telling you, uh, justice, what is it? The arc of justice is long. uh, The arc of, the arc of history, history is long, is. but it bends toward justice. It's justice, that's correct. And this is taking a long time in in uh, these Too four, oh my God. four jurisdictions. But I, he's not going to escape this. He's not going to escape ninety-one felony counts. He's just, it's just going to be like this, drip, drip, drip. Yeah. And that and 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 thankfully, soon enough, people are going to start voting in the Republican primary. And they're going to choose someone else. I don't know who it's going to be just yet. Wow, that's but that's why we stay tuned yeah, because we yeah. just can't wait to see the next crazy, not especially human thing that Ron DeSantis is going to do. I happen <laughs> to think at this stage, if you ask me to pick, I would have to say that Nikki Haley is a very good possibility to get the Republican nomination. I'll leave that hanging out there. Ooh, I don't know about consider. that. We'll see. As we as we possibly return next week and talk some more with Penny Rich, who's very generous with her time. Penny, thank you very much for meeting up with the water cooler. Absolutely. And and all of Chapel Hill. Uh, You know, if you're going out, be safe. Uh, Probably it's got to be that time again, folks, to mask up in certain situations. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's coming back. Um, If you're staying in, though. Listen to the App State game on WCHL and keep it right here on 97.9 The Hill. Follow Gene on Twitter at Gene Bolduck and tweet your comments and questions with the hashtag WCHL.